Hi, this is Jack Tester. Welcome to another episode here of Leadership Lounge. I am here right after the holidays. I'm in St. Paul, Minnesota in my office, and across the desk from me, I have Kate Cinemo. How are you doing, Kate? Hi, good. Thank you for having me. You bet. You bet. Now, Kate is the executive director of the Nexstar Legacy Foundation. I am. I and, am. Uh, you've done a great job with the foundation. Kate, thank so you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. And I think your story is an interesting one. I think it's something that uh, I think kind of represents broader society, mm-hmm. um, especially before you came to the foundation. Yes. Is that fair? That's fair. So, so people, yeah. I know you quite well, Kate. You mm-hmm. work day to day with each other, mm-hmm. and uh, but people don't know you, so I'd like a little background. Uh, tell us where you're from. I grew up in a small town called Rake, Iowa. Oh, how many people in Rake? About 200. 200 people? 200. And your dad was in insurance business, wasn't yep, he? Yep, my parents. Yep, they own their own insurance office. Right. Mm-hmm. So you did, you, uh, uh, your father wasn't in the trades. He was a white uh, a professional yeah. in Iowa, yep. in a yep. rural, kind of a rural area yes. of Iowa within like two or three miles of the Minnesota border, just to give you some perspective, yes. right? Yep, right. yep. So, so you didn't grow up with the trades, and uh, I imagine... Your father and your mother Mm -hmm. probably had some desires for their daughter to go to school, to go to college, right? Did you? Yes. So what was the messaging from your parents when you were a young girl? So growing up, it was just expected and known that college would come after high school. That's that's all there was was to it. There was no other, there was no plan B. No, no, there was one plan. There was one plan, which was college. And of course you were, and you, um, I, I, I know you, Kate. You probably yeah. enjoyed school, didn't you? Even, I did. Even in high school. and I did. Yeah. I bet you're yep. a pretty good student, too, weren't you? Uh, yeah. I was. That's fair to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many people in your graduating class in Rake, Iowa? 46. 46. Okay. <laughs> you didn't have to be too good to be at the top of your class, Kate. Just, <laughs> just let you know. True. Yeah. Right? Good point. So a uh, classic American upbringing in yes. a small Midwestern town. Yep. Good values, yep. you know. Uh, good, you're Scandinavian too. Is that right? Very much so. Very much Scandinavian. Yep. Swedish or Norwegian? Norwegian. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. That's better. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so you off and you where? Where did you go to college? I went to Luther College in Decorah, Iowa. So that is Luther is a private, private four year liberal arts school. Very mm-hmm. liberal arts. I mean, just kind of very, very. Yep. Right. And and it's not an inexpensive school, even when you went. You're not that old, but no, no. It was the the price tag was high. For go. sure. Yeah, absolutely. To go to school. Yep. Just curious, what is it today at Luther? If you have tuition, room, and board, it'll get you about $55,000. Jeez, that's, that's incredible. It, yeah. And that's in, in Decorah, Iowa. Decorah, Iowa. Yeah, and I know there's a lot more expensive schools in the world, too. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, but, but what you said, okay, you enjoyed school. I did. And you went to college, mm-hmm. and uh, you enjoyed college, too, I bet, didn't you? I did, yep. Yeah. A lot of good people there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I think, you know, you're a, a people person. You enjoyed it. You like school. You mm-hmm. like study. Yep. You got into school. In fact, you liked college so much. What did you do when you exited, <laughs> when you graduated? Yeah. So I I wanted to stick around. I I loved Luther every day. I loved it for four years. And so the opportunity came up that they had a job opening in their admissions office. So I applied for that and got the job. So two months after graduation, I was back in Decorah. Really? So you were back actually recruiting kids yes. to go to the school that you loved. Exactly. Right? Yep. So what? give me a, a, a day in the life. What did that mean? Yeah. So as an admissions counselor, you were assigned a couple of regions of where the Midwest. Your, where were your regions? My regions were Southern Wisconsin. Okay. And the corner of Northwestern Iowa. 
Okay. All right. So that you were in northeastern Iowa, so you had the other corner. I had the other corner. Yep. Of, of Iowa. So you yep. traveled to high schools. I did. Yep. So about half the year I traveled, and then had the opportunity to talk with students when they were on campus. Worked with guidance counselors. So that was my. Let me gig. ask you a question, Kate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were meeting with guidance counselors, and did you ever recommend the trades to anyone? No, it never. That never even entered my mind. Never. Never even no. thought, like, you were sitting across the table from a, mm-hmm. a young man or woman in one of these places, and, and you, did you ever think to yourself, oh, this person probably wouldn't enjoy Decora? Did you ever tell them, don't apply, don't go to college? Did you ever say that? I don't, I don't know that I ever to- told them not to apply for college. I, I had conversations that... Luther probably wasn't the right college for them. But there's another college. It wasn't like right. go to the military or no. or become a policeman or no. join the trades. Nope. It was not Luther. It's maybe... How about another option? Right. Yeah. Maybe a community college for a year or two or something, right? right? Yeah, exactly. But that was, the, that was the depth and breadth of your recommendations, right? That, that was it. Right. Yep, that was it. Did, as you look back, and I, I, I don't want you to, to feel too bad, but... Was that always in the student's best interest, what you were telling them then? That's a good question. I don't mean it like you, you were right. sitting there thinking evilly, you right. know, that you didn't have their best interest in mind. But right. but you were a 23, 24-year-old yeah. woman yeah. giving career advice to 17, 16-year-old kids. Right. And your only frame of reference was college. And, th- and that was it. That's all I knew, right? That's all I had grown up with. That's what all my friends did. That's just what I knew. I, I wouldn't have thought to uh, recommend anything else. All right. Uh, thinking back on it now, mm-hmm. how, do, how do you feel about that today? I think knowing what I know now, I think there's some other options that would come into play. You know, really understanding the student with whom I'm talking, their interests, maybe where their aptitude lies. Well, question mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. So this, you know, you were, you know, you were obviously an agent of the college. Yeah. And, you know, their interest was, was putting talented people in the seats of the school. Sure. Right. Um, do you remember the guidance counselors then, the people that were actually, that weren't agents of, what was their motivation? What were they telling the students back then? I think they were trying to get as many students lined up for college visits as you, they could. What, is that what you felt or that's what you were told then? Or that's... Yeah, I mean, that's just what we assumed. We assumed that when we were there, when we would go to a school, the guidance counselors would get students in to talk with me and to ask questions. Did you sit in a... So when you were invited in by a guidance... So your primary contact at a school was a guidance counselor? Yes. Is yep. that right? Yep. So, you had, so in your southern Wisconsin, you just knew who the guidance counselor was at Sparta High School or Exactly. Whatever, right? Yep. Exactly. And you would go, hi, hi, Jill. This is, you know, yeah. I'm here to talk to students. Who do you got for me? Yep. Is that how it went? Yeah, exactly. Did you ever sit in a room with other colleges and have a conversation about Luther as compared to St. Olaf as as another liberal arts school in southern Minnesota. How did that work? The only other time that I would see representatives from the other colleges would be at a career fair. So if we were set up in the auditorium and a lot of it, we would kind of do a circuit together. So you would see the same same, people. Same men or women from these other schools that you were competing with. Yep, yep. Were there trades in these auditoriums with you? Were they in these... I remember seeing other community colleges, especially in Wisconsin, 
but right. I don't. And they might have had a technical program like a sure. baking or you know something like that, right? Or, yep. You know something maybe maybe a mechanical trade too. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. But that would be that would be the furthest that it would be. Right. So these yeah. students they're sitting there pondering the next step in life. Yep. And the guidance counselor's primary vision was to see how many of these kids I could place in a college program. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The people that were asking them for FaceTime for these students were people like you yep. that were representing colleges Yes, across the upper Midwest or wherever. Yep. Right? So you're competing with the state schools and the private schools. Exactly. Yep. Right? And that's – so this is – the the messaging Kate couldn't have been less diverse. Oh, I'm right. just as I think about this. Yeah. As I think about what the 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 high school students were getting exposed to, at least through the the school, mm-hmm. was all about college. Right. 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 Now, what is the? Um, and I don't know the stat. I didn't. We didn't prep for this call, by the way. We no. just you said let's talk about this because yeah. I I knew you had some interest here. Yeah. Um, What's the graduation rate? Do you have? Do you remember what? Not not at Luther, but in general. Just in general, I I I don't know the exact number, but I know that a lot of students right now they're not graduating in four years. Right. You know, so you really have to plan five or six years in order to get your bachelor's. I think I've seen some number, and I don't know this. I could probably Google it here quick. Like yeah. four out of ten don't make it through. Yeah. Something. Some number like yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then. You know, and and with do you know? And again, I, I'm I'm indicting college, and I don't mean to do that, but I'm mm-hmm. just trying to provide perspective right sure. now. So a, a kid is kind of unsure, yep. doesn't know his or her path, and that's not unusual for an 18 year old. No, right? Maybe is even unsure if college is right, but they kind of feel obligated, like right. it's the thing to do, and almost feel less than if they don't do it. Mm-hmm. And then, would one of your things be one is when you're getting somebody interested in your college? Did you introduce them to this idea of student aid or student loans? <laughs> Did you do that too, Kate? Well, I knew firsthand about student loans. Um, you had a few? Oh, I yeah, I definitely had a few when okay. I graduated. Yep. Okay. Um, I do remember when we're doing our college visits at the high schools and we're at the career fairs that we had a, a brochure about financial aid that we would give all the students to take home to their parents or their um, adults yeah, right, in their life. Right. Um, and that would be a further conversation that they would have with the financial aid office because okay. everyone's situation is different. But, but you, would you kind of guide them there and say, here's who you need to talk to at yep. Luther about yep. going in debt yeah. for a yeah. school that you're not sure that you know yeah. what to do with at a $55,000 a year school? Yeah, exactly. But it's right for you? Yep. Yep. Do you see anything wrong with this? Yeah. <laughs> I I feel it. You know, not understanding then, obviously, what I know now, I don't... It w- it's hard for me to talk to a high schooler now who's looking at college to say, oh, yeah, that's the best choice you can make. Right. You know, because we hear so much about the cost of school and the amount of student loans that, that people are taking on. Right. And the high schools, no one's talking about going to the trades and exploring that right. opportunity. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that's part of your mission now, isn't it? It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Is, is this idea that, that college is an option B. Right. It's not the thing that you you, you find out about kind of after you failed at college or after you've decided that's not fun, after you've incurred 10, 20, 50, 
thousand dollars worth of student debt that's mm-hmm. going to chase you right. unless the government forgives it, and I hope they don't, right? <laughs> right. In the future, right? Yep. Is this idea that that the trades are are really option A, even if college is a great choice for you? Right. Exactly. Because right? you know, Kate, what I've seen in this industry is we even have the wrong messaging. Mm-hmm. We say if college isn't right for you, consider the trades. Right. Which is just as you might as well just say, you know, we're second rate. Right. Right. And we're not. No, we're no, not. This trade is amazing. It is. It even, is. Even for a non-technical person, you know, the, the career opportunities. Right. For a person like myself, right? I'm not a technical man. Sure. And look where I'm ended up. Are you, <laughs> out of your mind? <laughs> right? Yeah. What happened there? <laughs> what happened no? here? How is this possible? Yeah. Anything's possible, Anything's Kate, possible. Is, is what I'm That's saying, right. right? But, but so tell me, um, what are some of the things that the foundation's doing to, to to change this message, and I, and I want to say that it's no matter how, what kind of job you do, Kate, mm-hmm. what job the foundation does, right? This institutionalized message is so deep in society, right? It's going to take a lot to change, but it is the way it changes. Mm-hmm. I believe is one conversation at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just put a commercial out there and it's going to change it. It's me sitting across from a young person, right? Really having a meaningful conversation, right? You know, me being a guidance counselor, me being a parent, me being some a contractor yeah. looking to recruit people into this industry. Yep. Right? Yeah. So let's talk about, uh, broadly speaking, what, what are some of the things the foundations do to, to equip uh, people to have those conversations? Yeah. So on the website, the website is explorethetrades.org. We have a wide variety of resources that are made for influencers. So they're made for guidance counselors, educators, parents, you know, just really quick worksheets, marketing items, so to speak, that really talks about the path of what of the opportunities that exist within these fields. Right. And it's just, it's easy to, it'd be perfect at a job fair or career fair at high school, but just to highlight the different areas that exist, if you were going to be a plumber or an HVAC technician or an electrician, and just show that there's all these big milestones in a career that you may not know exist within right. your bachelor's degree, let's just say. Right. Right. Yeah. So we have we have tools on the foundation site yep. that a contractor could take as an example. Yep. If Absolutely. they wanted to to get in the mix at a high school That'd about awesome. a career opportunity, right? That'd be awesome. So you're just not speaking up there yourself, but right. you're, you've got some material to give them in the same way you had Luther College with little Viking dude on it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. To to have that that give some substance behind your message. Right. You know because. You know, I, I would think that a student is looking at this going, okay, I've got this guidance counselor from Luther, and she's got the the, the backdrop at the mm-hmm. career fair with the big Viking. And yep. what, what was the Luther Vikings? Is that what it was? The Luther Norse. Norse. Oh, Judas. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Norse. Man, it couldn't be more monoculture. Yeah, right? Right. Yeah. right? Anyway, um, but, you know, a contractor would go there and, and – and they'd have their company, obviously, right. but they'd have some information on this industry. Yep, exactly. Right? Yeah. So um, that's huge. It is. And and I think it's important that contractors can use, the, use this information. And I think it's going to take a lot of us. And I think it'll it starts at home and among peers, really. I don't know that the schools will change their message anytime soon, but it's important for them to know the thriving opportunities that exist Without a four-year degree, 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I and I think that we're all kind of battling that same mindset of the trades are awesome and we need people to go there, but not my child. You know, oh, we're getting that a little. Yeah, people, I, I think I, so. There's still some. I think so. You know, Kate, can I share that to, sure. to that point? Sure. You know, when my kids were coming out of high school into college, um, in my social stratosphere. Mm-hmm. We kind of bragged about the school our kid was going to. Sure. There was some a little bit of snobbery amongst the parents. Sure. I don't think I did my kids any good <laughs> having that. Yeah. I think if I reflect on the messaging that sent them. Sure. And what it really said about me yep. wasn't great. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we got we to be careful of that listening to this is that we don't fall trapped to that either. Right. Right? Because I would be so proud of my son. Right. If he wanted to to become a plumber, right, or an air conditioning mechanic, I'd yeah. just be thrilled. Electrician, yes. I'd be really dis- disappointed in him, but I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I'd be so thrilled. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I I can't say ten years ago that I I thought that, and that's probably an indictment on my part. Right, right. But well, today I would. Oh, for sure, and I think. And I have two little kids in elementary, right? But yeah. we're already thinking years from now when they graduate. You know, we've seen the number kind of estimated out to see what tuition will be. And it gives you heartburn, right? Like if well, it's $55,000 today for your little Tate, yeah. who's seven or whatever he is yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. It'll probably be $80,000 by the time he crosses the threshold. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's Holy it's moly. something to think about. and And I think that... Students just need to hear the good things that happen. I, I think they're so, they're so stuck, and parents too, in, well, if you're a plumber or if you're in the trades, you must not be that smart. And it's unfortunate because this field is made up of intelligent people. You know what I mean? It is. Like, it is. That's tough work. It's great work. Yeah. You know, it's a great living. Right. You know, fantastic. You know, yeah. I, I see that... Um, you know, we have a lot of trade families in Nexstar, mm-hmm. and I don't see that, you know, I think some really well-balanced families realize that their son becoming a, an installer is a great thing. Oh, right. right? Even Absolutely. Even though they're, they're owning a business and the, the parents are right. doing really, really, really well. Yeah. You know, they realize it's a, it's a great path. Just like, you know, an entry-level position at a, at a law firm or investment company. Sure. You know, you're starting at forty five, fifty five thousand yeah. dollars a year, maybe a little bit more than an apprentice starts at, but you're not making you gotta work your tail off right. to get yeah. to where you're making anything close to what your parents might be making owning right. or managing yeah. one of our companies exactly. here at Nextstar. Yeah. Not even close to it. In fact I'm I'm gonna say right now that the financial reward for a general manager, a great salesperson in our industry is yeah. equal to a law firm or oh. an investment advisor or some of these other or working for Google or Paris of Thought, Amazon. I'd rather, I'd rather walk in traffic than work for them. So. Right. 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 Yeah. So but, but I mean, there's just this opportunity about being a small business owner that I, I didn't realize until I started here. Had no clue. About the, not just that the trades were cool. Right. But that not only do I make a lot of money as a technician, but there's a, a really decent chance I could do other things too. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like own a business or run a business or yeah. run a department. Yep. Yeah. 
do that at Amazon. Yeah, you're good luck. Gonna, you're not going to own Amazon. No, you're, you're not. not. No. No. <laughs> no, you'll be working for a drone. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a great message. So so what this you know and I you work here, Kate. I do. You know. So w- w- when you first saw the app, so you you came in. You weren't recruited in by me. I didn't know you. No. You know. No. You answered. Uh, how did you find out about the foundation? What did you first think? I found the job on LinkedIn. Okay. And read the description and was curious and intrigued by the opportunity by what the foundation did and what Nextstar did. Had never heard of those these two entities in my life. Right. And a little bit of uncertainty with I have I know nothing about this industry. Mm-hmm. My career up until then had been in senior housing. So I thought, well, you went from you went from education to yeah, senior housing, yeah. yep. right? Okay. Yep. And Got then it. decided to apply for this job. Okay. Yeah. And and so just so you applied for it and uh did you have prejudices coming into it? Did you have preconceptions and and how did those change? I don't I don't know. That's a good question. I think I was just a little uncertain of I don't there's nothing I can bring to this role. I don't have experience in the trades. Right. Totally going in blind. Yeah. But you know what Kate can can I can I tell you though that we're we're thrilled to have you because you've had experience in higher education and you've mm-hmm. seen that, yeah. right? You've been you've been, you know, You've worked for the beast, so to speak, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? I'm just going to call it that. You know, it's, and I have my college ring to prove for it, yeah, right? Yeah, you got your college <laughs> ring to prove for it. But you, That's right. You work for the beast. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, to, to be here now and, and um, I'm just interested in, in, in how, you've, how your thoughts have changed Oh, over dramatically. That time. It's a 180 for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's really exciting to know our next star members and their stories and to look at the the um the spectrum of their businesses it's it's fascinating to me it is from, from an outsider yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so cool yep. that is so cool so you can so let me let me ask you a question okay okay all right um you were to go back to your job mm-hmm. at luther yep as a recruiter yeah what would you do different today, knowing which would you could you do it the way you did it? What would you do? How how could you approach that job with with integrity today? I know you could, but what would you do different? I think it comes down to having a conversation with these high school kids. You know, when when they're at school and parents aren't around and they they ask questions, I think it becomes a more intentional conversation about the path that they're looking at and maybe what job they want to have in the future and really taking a look at the amount of school, the costs associated with that and really telling them, you know, unless you're able to just stroke a check for the full tuition amount, expect to come out with student loans. And that, you know, plays into your future decisions about what you want to do, Mm -hmm. you know, because when you think about those student loans and how long they could last, it gives you a little heartburn. Yeah, it does. Yeah. If you're not sure. Yeah. Yeah. So as a, so again, I'm kind of leading here, Kate. Yeah. But I'm assuming that that you know, Kate, the uh, the pure sales agent for Luther, <laughs> yeah. might change a little bit, a little bit right now if yeah. you were to go back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. So let's talk about about going forward here. Okay. So um, we we want to talk about again the the work that people can do listening to this because mm-hmm. I I got to tell you that that. You know, to to help some young person yep. who's not quite sure where to go in life. You know, because there's you, know, you just don't know at eighteen. No, 
you just don't no. know, no. you know. And uh, to to set someone down a path where they're going to create fifty, eighty thousand dollars worth of debt and still mm-hmm. be unsure at the end of two or three years, right? Again, forty percent of the people at least don't finish this thing, right? Right. And even if they do, they sometimes work in another trade or another, oh, yeah. another thing, right? Absolutely. Um, I think it's going to come down to, to to people being intentional about their conversations. And what I mean by this is, mm-hmm. is uh, you know, the narrative of this industry as being option B isn't going to change with a marketing campaign or a series of emails. Right. It's going to change by somebody with that somebody trusts having a conversation with a young person about mm-hmm. the realities mm-hmm. of this trade. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's what I want to say here about what the foundation is really focused on doing. Sure. Is giving those people those materials. Yeah. So let's talk about Absolutely. this next year. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things the foundation is going to create that will help people have a, who influence have yeah. these real conversations? Yeah. So the foundation is excited to look at this year and kind of create a career fair toolbox. And what I mean by that is, you know, creating these items that we can send to contractors and to our next star members and to schools to just show students another path that's possible. And and I some of those ideas would be to have students out to your shop because a lot of them don't know mm-hmm. what you would do as a plumber or an electrician. Right. They don't know the scope of that work. Right. And so I think it's important for them to see it firsthand. I think it's important to have conversations with parents if that opportunity exists um, and to really tell them what they do day to day. Because so I think kids are really interested in that. They are. Yeah. They are. And and so one of the things you said is a, so kind of a career day kit. Yeah. And then you mentioned, you know, having them in your shop. We, yeah. You're creating some tools to help facilitate yes. kind of um, introducing the trade right. to someone with interest. Yes. In your shop. Yep. How do you do that? Yep. R- rather yeah. than just putting them on the, the, the third seat of a truck, what do you do? Yeah. So... It, you know, we're envisioning this as having students come out to the shop and coordinating that with a guidance counselor, giving them three or four hours to tour the shop, show them what the tools are like, the truck, have some of your technicians, have some of your CSRs, you know, marketing people, if you have any, just to really talk about what they do. I mean, what is the day-to-day aspect? You're not just, right. Right. you know, doing the dirty stuff, so to speak. And we've we've piloted this in the Twin Cities, yeah. Where we have had some some students mm-hmm. come to a warehouse here, yes. in town, yep. Where we had some of our members' trucks there with their technicians, yes. And they tell their story. They do. And tell me how that go. It was really cool. The technicians who were there were very honest and open about why they chose the field they did and kind of told their stories of how they got there and the the lives that they've been able to build for themselves and their families you right. know and some of those awesome opportunities that come because of this job you know like taking their family to disney world i mean right. that's a that's pretty what, that's cool that's when you specifically yeah. heard yep this this technician yeah. the young man yep. that before was kind of hand to mouth yes and kind of stumbled into the trade yes and now he's really proud yeah making a great living yep yep supporting his family in a a really awesome way yeah and and i think by for the students to hear those stories they were really clued in on them i mean they were listening intently no one was there was no side talk you know 
they weren't distracted. They were absolutely locked in on what they were saying. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a cool thing. So, so the, the, this, and this happened just, it, and it can happen as simple as this, as a contractor going to a guidance counselor saying, I'd mm-hmm. like to offer my location up yeah. to introduce plumbing, air conditioning, electrical yeah. to as many young people as, as you can throw my way. Mm-hmm. Here's the outline I'll use for this career yeah. day of yeah. sorts. Yeah. And maybe putting somebody that's a little more relatable in front of these young people, exactly. like a young technician. Right. In our case here, we had some young men of color. Yes. So we had a couple of, of technicians of color as yep. well. Yep. So they could kind of relate better than old Jack Tester, right? Right. Or Kate, right. The whitest woman <laughs> yeah, exactly. Met, right? It's you. <laughs> so, so, but there's relatable stories, right? Yeah, very it's much so. It's just not me on high. Yeah. The CEO of Nexstar telling what they should do. It's somebody who's 32 years old. Yeah telling them how they struggled and their journey, and all of a sudden they found a purpose and a career of meaning. Yeah. And how cool is it to do that? Yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. I mean, you could, you could see these young men, the students who were there, they got it. And, you know, that age group anyway, 16, 17, 18, it's hard to hold their attention yeah, anyway, but right. they got it. It they was pretty it. cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. If you do that to an, an, you know, again, you do it with 30 people, yeah. you know, 15 people, you know, maybe one gets it. That's okay, though. It's, that's, it's one. That's one, yep. It's still one yep. person. Yep. I say it prevents them from going to the beast, which is <laughs> a four-year liberal arts that's school right. with $100,000 worth of debt. Right. Right? And yep. a yeah. sense of, uh, and, and, you know, a sense that you didn't finish something. Right. Yeah. But, you know, start the trade. Get your license, mm-hmm. get your truck, yep. do some good work, and who knows where it goes from there. It, it, it just have a great career as a technician, installer. Oh, absolutely. amazing, yeah. right? Yeah, it's absolutely. Amazing. So, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of good things coming here in the foundation, um, and I encourage you folks listening here, how would they find this information or find out more about how they can plug in and get out there changing this narrative that this trade is is option B, sure. that it's option A. Where sure. should they go? Sure. All of our all of our information is online at explorethetrades.org. Okay. That's the foundation's website. That's it. That's it. So the foundation is all about equipping influence devs conversations. Yes. It's more than just scholarships. Yep. Right? It's yep. really about really about changing the narrative. Right. And equipping people to have one-on-one conversations and encouraging people to have those one-on-one conversations. That's right. Especially the people that are in this industry right yes. now, that we can't leave it to the guidance counselors because they've got all kinds of people whispering in their ear. Right, right. right. And right. they all came from college, and I know how they think because they were part of the beast like you were. <laughs> That's right. right. all part of the... That's right. I escaped. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Same horn, different beast. Yeah, right. right? It's all, all the same. But uh, so... Um, so I'd encourage folks to do that. Yeah. Because it's very exciting. And and you know what? Um, I think, Kate, you know, versus even five years ago, I think the world is starting to get a little more receptive. You're hearing it in political messages yes. now. You're hearing candidates talk about yep. other kinds of, of training. And yep. you know, I think I think the and I do think that the bubble will burst. It has on, to. On college costs. Yeah. It yeah. just can't keep accelerating like it is. And right. these bloated entities with all the expense and, you know. Yep. It just, it just doesn't make sense. No. You know. No, it doesn't. It just doesn't. And, I, and I'll say this right now. I don't want to, def- you know, tell someone not to go to school, not to go to college. But there's some amazing people here at Nexstar mm-hmm. that are doing amazing things on the staff at Nexstar. Yep. That never went to college. Yep. Absolutely. And I'm, 
proud to work alongside them. Mm-hmm. They're just as smart as us that did. Yep. I'm a college guy with a 2.7 GPA. Right? <laughs> Look where you are, Jack. <laughs> and I, I'm going to say where I am had nothing to do with what I did in college, right? Never do with, with, with oh. what I did after that. So, well, thank you for your good work on the foundation, Kate. Thank you. Thank you. And I encourage you all to, to take advantage of what Kate and the foundation offers. And thank you all for listening to this awesome episode here of Leadership Lounge. This is Jack Tester with Kate Cinemo, and we will catch you next time. See you later.